This is the 24-7 Prayer Warrior Podcast, and it is Easter, the most significant day in the entire universe, in the history of the universe, the day that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, was raised from the dead by the power of resurrection, not resuscitation, not just coming back to life, but receiving a new body that was no longer bound to the things of the world. And that's the promise for all of us that we all will be resurrected. The question is, will you be resurrected to eternal life or will you be resurrected to eternal death? The ancient scriptures talk about that. That's going to happen. Every person ever born will be raised from the dead. That's what Easter is all about. What we want to look at today is not a lot of commentary, but look what the witnesses of that resurrection had to say. And we have them in the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And it's important to know the reason why there are four Gospels, four uh, accounts, four testimonies of Jesus like that is because the Scripture says, by the mouth of at least two or three witnesses, so shall a thing be established. And the, the, the body of it is the reason that we are those that believe is to, to spread the gospel. And that's the message for us this Easter week in 2022 is that what God is saying to believers is now spread my gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit. So what we're going to look now is the four Gospels. And you got to understand, because some people get upset with this, that, uh, well, it's, how come they're a little bit different between the, the, the four? Look, you think about any kind of story that's told. Everybody's going to take it, give you the, the account of, from their perspective, what they've heard and what they've seen. And that's what happens in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And I'll just go ahead and bring it out right out the front. Uh, in one account, a couple accounts says uh, there was two angels, and another account says there was one angel, and there's another that doesn't even really talk about the angels too much. And you know what? That doesn't matter because that's an inconsequential detail, how many angels were there. But what did they say? What was it all about? How did it impact those around them? And then you got to understand from the four Gospels that there's four different perspectives. The Apostle Matthew, who, was been, who had been there, had been around, saw those things. And you know what? Even when you tell an account, you don't always give all the details from your perspective. That's why when you go to a court in a trial, you have to have multiple witnesses giving their multiple accounts of an event. Because it comes from, because you add little things that are important to you, that you see, that you recall, that you heard, that you read, that you know. You account those. And then, and then the book of Mark, John Mark, who was a disciple of the apostle, uh, the apostle Peter and also the apostle uh, Paul, who traveled with them. He takes that account. His, his account is a little different. It's really short and sweet and powerful, and he focuses on, on, on the mission of, of the Lord and what has to happen through the church. And then you have Luke. Luke was a doctor. Luke was a doctor. He was a traveling companion of the Apostle Paul. And so he, he gathered all his information like a physician would. Now, it's not just Luke. It's Acts. Because Luke, Luke wrote both Luke and Acts. So we're going to look at both as one because uh, Acts chapter 1 also is kind of the, the epilogue of Luke. 
And so we look at that. And then you have the Apostle John. The Apostle John who traveled with Jesus, who was known as the beloved of Jesus. He was the closest to Jesus in terms of relationship and friendship. Because we all have close relationships in this life. Some are closer than others. And John was one of those. And we're going to look at that today. The four Gospels, the testimonies, and how we'll wrap it up is going to impact you today on this Prayer Warrior podcast. Matthew 28. Now after the Sabbath, as it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to look at the tomb. And behold, a severe earthquake had occurred, for an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled away the stone and sat upon it. And his appearance was like lightning, and his clothing was white as snow. The guards shook from fear of him and became like dead men. And the angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who has been crucified. He is not here, for he has risen, just as he said, Come, see the place where he was lying, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he has risen from the dead, and behold, he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, behold, I have told you. And they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to report to his disciples and behold Jesus met them and said rejoice and they came up and took hold of his feet and worshiped him then Jesus said to them do not be afraid go bring word to my brothers to leave for Galilee and there they will see me now while they were on their way some of the men from the guard came into the city and reported to the chief priests all that had happened And when they had assembled with the elders and consulted together, they gave them a large sum of money to the soldiers and said, You are to say his disciples came at night and stole him while we were asleep. And if this comes to the governor's ears, we will appease him and keep you out of trouble. And they took the money and did as they had been instructed. And this story was widely spread among the Jews and is to this day. But the eleven disciples proceeded to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had designated to them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some were doubtful. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to follow all that I commanded you. And behold, I am with you always. To the end of the age. Mark 16. When the Sabbath was over, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome brought spices so that they might come and anoint him. And very early of the first day of the week, they came to the tomb when the sun had risen. They were saying to one another, Who will roll away the stone from the entrance of the tomb for us? And looking up, they noticed that the stone had been rolled away, for it was extremely large. And entering the tomb, they saw a young man sitting at the right wearing a white robe, and they were amazed. But he said to them, Do not be amazed. You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who has been crucified. He has risen. He is not here. See, here is the place where they laid him. But go tell his disciples and Peter, 
He is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him, just as he told you. And they went out and fled from the tomb, for trembling and astonishment had gripped them. And they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. Now, after he had risen early on the first day of the week, he first appeared to Mary Magdalene, from whom he had cast out seven demons. She went and reported to those who had been with him while they were mourning and weeping. And when they heard that he was alive and had seen, been seen by her, they refused to believe it. Now, after that, he appeared in a different form to two of them while they were walking along their way to the country. And they went away and reported to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Later, he appeared to the eleven disciples themselves as they were reclining at the table, and he reprimanded them for their unbelief and hardness of heart, because they had not believed those who had seen him after he had risen from the dead. And he said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. The one who has believed and has been baptized will be saved, but the one who has not believed will be condemned. These signs will accompany those that believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will pick up serpents. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not harm them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover. So then when the Lord Jesus had spoken to them, he was received up into heaven and sat down at the right hand of God. And they went out and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them, confirmed the word by the signs that followed. Luke 24 and Acts 1, 1 through 11. But on the first day of the week at early dawn, they came to the tomb bringing the spices they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And while they were perplexed about this, behold, two men suddenly stood near them in gleaming clothing. And as the women were terrified and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why are you seeking the living one from among the dead? He is not here, but he has risen. Remember how he spoke to you while he was still in Galilee, saying that the Son of Man must be handed over to sinful men and be crucified, and on the third day rise from the dead. And they remembered his words and returned from the tomb and reported all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now these women were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and the Mary, Mary the mother of James, also the other women with them, were telling these things to the apostles. But these words appeared to them as nonsense, and they would not believe the women. Nevertheless, Peter got up and ran to the tomb, and when he stooped and looked in, he saw the linen wrappings only, and he went away to his home, marveling at what had happened. And behold, on that very day, two of them were going to the, a village named Emmaus, which is about 60 stadia from Jerusalem. And they were talking with each other about all these things which had taken place. And while they were talking and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were kept from recognizing him. And he said to them, What are these words that you are exchanging with one another as you are walking? And they came to a stop, looking sad. One of them, named Cleopas, answered and said to him, Are you possibly the only one living near Jerusalem who does not know about these things that happened here in these days? And he said to them, What sort of things? And they said to him, 
Those about Jesus the Nazarene who proved to be a prophet mighty in deed and in word in the sight of God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers handed him over to be sentenced to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, it is now the third day since these things have happened. But also some women among us left us bewildered. And when they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body, they came saying that they were, had also seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. And so some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the women also had said, but him they did not see. And then he said to them, You foolish men and slow of heart to believe in all the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to come into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and, and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things written about him in all the scriptures. And they approached the village where they were going and he gave the impression that he was going a little further. And so they strongly urged him saying, Stay with us for it is getting toward evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them, and it came about, when he had reclined at the table with them, that he took the bread and blessed it, and he broke it and began to give it to them. And then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. They said to one another, Were not our hearts burning within us when he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures to us? And they got up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven gathered together with those who were with them, saying, The Lord really really risen and has appeared to Simon. And they began to relate their experiences on the road and how he was recognized by them at the breaking of the bread. Now while they were telling these things, Jesus suddenly stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be to you. But they were startled and frightened and thought that they were looking at a spirit. And he said to them, why are you frightened and why are doubts arising in your hearts? See my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you plainly see that I have. And when he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. And while they still could not believe it because of their joy and astonishment, he said to them, Have you anything here to eat? And they served him a piece of broiled fish. And when he took it and ate it in front of them, now he said to them, These are my words which I spoke to you while I was with you, and that all the things that were written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures, and he said to them, So it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for forgiveness of sins would be proclaimed in his name to all the nations beginning from Jerusalem, you are my witnesses of these things, and behold, I am sending the promise of the Father upon you, but you are to stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. And they led him out as far as Bethany, lifted up his hands and blessed them. And while he was blessing them, he parted from them and was carried into heaven. And they, after worshiping him, returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising God. Now that's the edited version there of the resurrection and the ascension. But uh, in Acts chapter 1, it goes on from here. Uh, and as we continue on in verse 1, the first account I had composed Theophilus about all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up into heaven after he had given orders by the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. 
To these he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many convincing proofs, appearing to them over a period of 40 days, speaking of things regarding the kingdom of God. Gathering them together, he commanded them not to leave Jerusalem, but to wait for what the Father had promised, which he said, You heard from me. For John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So they began to come together. They began asking him, saying, Lord, it is, is it at this time you are restoring the kingdom to Israel? But he said to them, It is not for you to know the periods of time or appointed times which the Father has set by his own authority, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be my witnesses both in Jerusalem and all Judea and Samaria and as far as the remotest part of the earth. And after he had said these things, he was lifted up, and they were watching, and a cloud took him up out of their sight, and as they were gazing intently into the sky while he was going, then behold, two men in white clothing stood beside them, and they said, Men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into the sky? This Jesus who has been taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you have watched him go into heaven. I'm going to add verse 12 and a couple of verses following. This is very important. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mountain called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when he had entered the city, they went up to the upstairs room where they were staying. That is Peter, John, James, and Andrew, Philip, Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon, the zealot, and Judas, the son of James. All these were continually devoting themselves with one mind to prayer, along with the women, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brothers. John 20 and 21. Now on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene came early to the tomb while it was still dark and saw the stone already removed from the tomb. So she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved and said to them, They have taken the Lord from the tomb. We do not know where they have put him. So Peter and the other disciple left and they were going to the tomb. The two were running together and the other disciple ran ahead faster than Peter and came to the tomb first. And he stooped to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there. However, he did not go in. So Simon Peter also came following him and he entered the tomb and he looked at the linen wrappings lying there and the face cloth, which had been on his head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but folded up in a place by itself. So the other disciple who had come to the tomb had entered then and he saw and believed for they did not yet understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. So the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary was standing outside the tomb weeping, so as she wept, she stooped to look into the tomb. She saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and one at the feet, where the body of Jesus had been lying. And they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they put him. And when she had said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, and yet she did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you weeping? Thinking that he was the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you carried him away, tell me where you put him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. 
She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Stop clinging to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father, but go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, my God and your God. And Mary Magdalene came and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord, that he had said these things to her. Now when it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were together due to fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be to you. And when he had said this, he showed them both his hands and his side. The disciples then rejoiced, and when they saw the Lord. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. Just as the Father had sent me, I also send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, their sins have been forgiven them. If you retain any of the sins, they have been retained. But Thomas, one of the twelve, who was called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. So the disciples were saying to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see in his hands the imprint of the nails and put my finger into the place of the nails and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Eight days later, the disciples were again inside and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, the doors having been shut, and stood in their midst and said, Peace be to you. Then he said to Thomas, Place your finger here and see my hands and take your hand and put it into my side and do not continue in disbelief, but be a believer. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. And Jesus said to him, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who do not see, yet believe. So that many other signs Jesus also performed in the presence of the disciples, which are not written in this book. But these have been written so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. After these things, Jesus revealed himself again to the disciples of the Sea of Tiberias, and he revealed himself in, the way, in this way. Simon Peter, Thomas, who was called Didymus, Nathaniel of Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two of the other disciples were together. Simon Peter said to them, I am going fishing. They said to him, We are also coming with you. And they went out and got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. But when the day was now breaking, Jesus stood on the beach, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. So Jesus said to them, Children, you do not have any fish to eat, do you? They said to him, No. He said to them, Cast the net on the right side of the boat, and you will find fish. And so they cast it. And then they were not able to haul in because of the great quantity of fish. Therefore, that, the, that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, It is the Lord. So when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his he put he put out he put on his outer garment, for he was stripped for work, and he threw himself into the sea. But the other disciples came in the little boat, for they were not far from the land, but about two hundred cubits away, dragging the net full of fish. So when they got out, of the, get out on the land, they saw a charcoal f- fire already made and fish placed on it and bread. And Jesus said to them, Bring some of the fish which you have caught. So Simon Peter went up and hauled the net to land full of fish, 153, and all there were so many, the net was not torn. Jesus said to them, Come and have breakfast. None of the disciples ventured to inquire of him, Who are you, knowing that it was the Lord? And Jesus came and took the bread and gave it to them and the fish likewise. This was now the third time that Jesus revealed himself to the disciples after he was raised from the dead. Now when they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, 
Do you love me more than these? He said to them, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, Shepherd my sheep. He said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Tend my sheep. Truly, truly, I say to you, when you were younger, you used to put on your belt and walk wherever you wanted. But when you grow old, you will stretch out your hands and someone else will put your belt on you and bring you where you do not want to go. Now he said this indicating of what kind of death he would glorify God. And when he had said this, he said to him, follow me. Peter turned around and saw the disciple who Jesus loved following them, the one who would also lean back on his chest at the supper and said, Lord, who's the one betraying you? So Peter, upon seeing him, said to Jesus, Lord, what about this man? Jesus said to him, if I want him to remain until I come, what is that to you? You follow me. Therefore, this account went out among the brothers that the disciples would not die. Yet Jesus did not say to him that they would not die. He would not die. But only if I want him to remain till I come, what is that to you? This is the disciple who is testifying about these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. But there are also many other things which Jesus did, which if they were written in detail, I expect that even the world itself would not contain the books that would be written. Heavenly Father, as we close out this week of podcasts, Lord, of the events leading up to the last days of your life and ministry on earth, to your crucifixion and resurrection, Lord, we gather together and we remember Acts 1.13, that they all these were continually devoting themselves with one mind to prayer. And so, Lord, we as prayer warriors with one mind gathered together in the midst of the four testimonies of your resurrection that says to go into all the world and preach the gospel. But first, we must get the power of the Holy Spirit. So I pray for the baptism of the Holy Spirit to fall upon your people now, God, that signs and wonders would follow the word, Lord. And Lord, we pray a blessing over all the prayer warriors, all those calling on you today. God, that we would fulfill the Great Commission, God, because that is what you're calling us to do. That is the message now. Get focused back upon preaching the gospel and bringing people into the kingdom because the end is at hand, Lord. We thank you for that, and we trust you for all these things in the name of Jesus.